I'm Amber Harper from the Burned In Teacher Podcast and a part of the Education Podcast Network, just like the show you're listening to now. Shows on the network are individually owned and opinions expressed may not reflect others. Find other interesting education podcasts at edupodcastnetwork.com. Hey, listeners, welcome back to Get Inspired and Innovate. Uh, this is Lance, and I'm excited today. Uh, we're going to talk about how does collaborative writing, how does it help us in project-based learning? How can we use that? So, Stephanie, I, I think all of our listeners know that I'm not the best writer in the world, uh, so I probably need some support and some help with this. Uh, so, Stephanie, how do you see uh, teachers, you know, one, what project-based learning are you seeing, and how does this collaborative writing, how does this help them in that? I am probably the worst writer as well. <laughs> I am the type of person that needs like bullet points that are like, boom, boom, boom. Here's my thoughts. And then I need somebody else to take those and make it beautiful. You uh, do that because, too? Yeah. I, uh-huh. I just, I can't, like, I cannot think of words. Um, and I do have dyslexia. So I'm like, I think that's part of it because I struggle like, with reading and writing. And so I can give it to somebody else and they can make it beautiful. And I'm like, I'll do it. Like I'll put in the work and I can do the action steps, but putting it in this like beautiful presentation to like our board or something like that, I struggle. Um, It's funny. It's funny you say that because here at my job, they've actually got a person that they've hired that I actually I give them bullet points and then they make it pretty for me because they've seen my writing uh, and they were talking. They were actually making fun of my grammar earlier today. So anyways, sorry, sorry to interrupt you there. No, it's so true, though. Like people are like that grammar. I'm like, I just have to get it out. Like I, I cannot put it all beautiful together in a package. But when I just get it out, it's out there and then I need someone to fix it. But I think that kind of comes with PBL. So like this week we did a PBL project. It was called FedEx Day and it was so much fun. The kids, the goal was they had to create a project by the end of the day, any project that they wanted by the end of the day. And um, we were doing some design sprint type activities, kind of like what we did at the Google Innovator Academy. And one kid was like, it was part of the writing, you're hurting my head. And I was like, you're working so hard. Like, this is awesome. Um, But trying to get his ideas out on paper was hard for him. And I was like, I get that struggle because I remember at Google Innovator when they were like, 30 seconds, Frank, go, go. I'm like, I can't do this. And then like, I was meeting with someone, they're like, why'd you write that? And I'm like, because I was timed. <laughs> Lance, what about right. you? All right. So I hear all the passion coming out and you're hurting my head here, Stephanie. Good Lord. So, but, but obviously, you know, this is something that you and I struggle in and I didn't realize you had dyslexia like myself. So we're finding common traits that we have, you know, a hundred episodes in now. Uh, but, you know, I think we're project-based learning and especially collaboration, this and this shows, I mean, we, me and you both have this weakness. Uh, so we would want somebody on our team that we could collaborate with. Maybe we got ideas, maybe we got bullet points, but we need somebody to make it, as you said, pretty for us. somebody that can spell it out. We all need each other. And, and when we work on teams, as we were talking about before the show, Stephanie, you got teams you work with on a daily basis, you've got your strengths and your team is now taking your strengths and, um, Let's say multiplying them, you know, you've gone, you've doubled in size for next year. So I, I think that there's definitely a place for collaborative learning here in project-based learning. 
That brings me yeah. to our guests that, that we have today. Uh, we have Miss Marianda, uh, Mariana Mendez joining us today. She is coming to us from uh, Sao Paulo in Southeast Brazil. Uh, she's a Google certified trainer and she is a uh, Google coach joining us. She also works with a Google partner, and I'm going to mess this up, Cobra Achieve, or Chiva. And she also teaches Portuguese and journalism at the university. Welcome to the show today. Hi there. It's so nice to be here with you guys. Thank you for inviting me. Yeah, so help help Stephanie and I out because obviously you heard our struggles. We, we, we're having problems writing, number one. So we know who to send our stuff to now, by the way. Uh, <laughs> okay. Yeah, we'll, we'll send you. You can help us with that. But but how, how are you teaching uh, teachers how to use this collaborative writing and, and PBL? Yeah, so you guys mentioned that everyone has strengths and weaknesses. So uh, we, when we work collaboratively, we try to reinforce the strengths that we have and uh, people help each other. So uh, as we call in, in language learning theory, it's the scaffolding. We, uh, the, the colleagues, the friends, they, they help each other write, they help each other create. So uh, what we do here at Collaborativa in Sao Paulo is to empower teachers on the use of these technologies so they can improve their collaboration uh, between each other, among each other. So teachers can collaborate, they can create uh, work plans together, they can create projects together, and sometimes they don't do so because they don't have time. I can't, uh, I don't have time for a meeting, I don't have time to, to talk to you about that, but sometimes at home you have 10, 20 minutes to write down some notes and your friends can read it and can contribute to, with some ideas. And this way we can create projects together. So uh, we teach them how to use these technologies to work and also to teach their students to work collaboratively as well, because it's like uh, by empowering the teachers, they can help students get more uh, empowered to and and be creative and participate not only watch the classes Mariana, it's fun it's funny you said that um, the the state uh, our state board here in Tennessee they uh, we, we've had a virtual school where I'm at for 11 years now and uh, I think they're kind of trying to figure out how to govern all that so they sent us a whole list of questions today and uh, we were like, we need to sit down and we need to work on this. And uh, my, my boss actually, he's like, well, why don't you just throw it on a Google Doc and all of us just go on there and let's answer the questions together and edit it out, you know, where we think we need. Uh, that way we've got a, our clear answers ready for the state when they come and they ask these of us. So exactly what you're saying there uh, in our meetings, uh, our teachers, we can collaborate, we can work together to save ourselves time at home in our pajamas where we're comfortable, maybe enjoying the beverage of our choice. Yeah. And I think too, Google has made it so it's easy to collaborate. Um, I mean, we are all in the same show notes document right now, working together to create this podcast um, where I know when I was in school, 
there was like the most collaboration was looking over your shoulder at the computer or at your piece of paper that you're writing. And so I think that's huge because people can go in and everybody can start typing. Everybody can make notes. Like I know when I'm with a group and we're just brainstorming ideas or different PD topics, I'm in there typing and someone else is going behind me fixing my grammar. And I'm like, thank you. Like, cause I just need to get it out. <laughs> you know, it's funny you say that. Um, I'm, I'm going to, age you here stephanie you know the save button that you click uh like in the old microsoft days no you probably know what the save button looks like so when i was in school yeah the auto save yeah and in my days we had we had what we called three and a half inch floppy disk have you ever seen a three and a half inch floppy disk stephanie yeah i have okay have you seen a five and a fourth inch floppy disk i didn't know there was different sizes Oh, yes. So five and a half inch floppy disks. That's what Oregon Trail originally came on. That's why I knew it. Uh, so, yes, it was it was like this big. It really was. And, and it had a big hole in the center and had had film that was in it. All right. So in my day, our collaboration was you would type your paper up. You'd stick your floppy disk in. You would hit save. You would hand it to somebody else. They would open it up. They would work on it. They would hit save. They would give it back to you as different versions. Of course, if you wanted your different drafts inside of there. And then you hoped your floppy disk didn't break. Okay. Because if it did, you just lost your whole paper. And that did happen to me mm -hmm. a time or two in college. But that was collaboration for us back in the Stone Age. So, All right. So uh, there was no collaboration going on. There, there was. Uh, Mariana, did, did, you, uh, did you have to do that some? Yeah. When, when I studied, I felt very uncomfortable while doing collaborative work because we didn't have uh, any kind of freedom. Our teachers decided what we had to do. Uh, some, sometimes we divided parts, like it's not a, a complete work. Everyone, each of us would do a different part of the job. And at the, at the end, we would join everything and deliver it to the teacher. It would be like a, a monster, you know? And what I do with my students and the teachers we, we, we teach, <laughs> teachers we teach, is the, uh, to improve the way we collaborate. We don't want to um, impose anything. We want students to decide what they want to do and how they are going to organize themselves. And you talked about uh, how easy it is today to collaborate using Google. For example, the Google Docs. We have uh, a dialogue pop-up pop inside the tool. So students don't need to go to another tool to talk about their, their jobs. They can use the dialogue pop up inside the document and they can use the comment windows. They can solve problems there. They can negotiate, disagree, uh, try to find ways to solve their problems. And they can also use the, the versions, the history. They can check what was there before. They can proofread as many times they want to do it. So uh, there are millions of new ways to collaborate now. So I, I want to take a second and, and brag on my wife. I don't do this enough. I know Stephanie, but one, first she got her gifted certification today. So she passed her test. So, so yay for her. But I was observing the other day, I, I got to help her work with some of her gifted students. And she did this activity that I thought was just great. She took a Google slideshow presentation, Google slides, and she put like a thesis statement or the beginning of a story at the top of slide one and then duplicated it 25 times. Okay. Then she gave each kid a number, and their job was to write the next paragraph. 
And then she would make them switch slides. So they would go to the next slide. And the, the next person had to write the second paragraph. And then they had to switch slides again. The third paragraph, the fourth paragraph, the fifth paragraph. So they had 25 stories by the time they were done. And five people had collaborated on those stories. And we read those stories. And it was hilarious, that the work that they did there. But I thought, you know, that's just kind of a quick little, you write one sentence, and then you let the kids work. I thought, man, that was great. And the, and the kids loved it. And they loved reading them to each other. Yeah, that's so fun. And we used, it, we used to do that uh, without any technology. We, we used it to do it with paper, switch papers. But now we have the technology to help us. And we can also add extra elements that we couldn't before. So we can add a video, we can add a, a link to another website or an audio. So uh, we multiplied the, the possibilities uh, and our students feel more confident because they deal with different technologies, they deal with different languages every day. So when we teach them how to use this uh, to write their own stories, they're not just writing some tale for composition class, they're writing really their own stories because they're going to be more able to, to do everything they need to be a citizen, a real citizen in the world. Yeah, it's so true. All right, well, we're going to go on to our next segment, which is our meme and quote segment. So, Mariana, what meme or quote did you bring this week? Okay, um, I brought a quote about, uh, let me find my quote here. Okay, uh, it's a quote about Mikhail Bakhtin, which is, uh, who, who is a, a person who guides my, my work with my, my students. He says that being someone means to be someone to the other. And by being someone to the other, you are someone to yourself. So our, our existence, existence is only real when we mean something for someone else. And we, when we realize this by someone else. And then my uh, meme is every group project in school you have ever done. And it has the people from Hangover. Have you seen that movie, Stephanie? No. <laughs> how, how can you use a meme of a I think movie you've never seen? I think there's two Hangovers, though. Three. There are three. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. You can't watch anyway, that, Stephanie. Um, so, I mean, I feel like this is my was my life. Um, so, like, one person does 90% of the work, which I, I think was usually me. And then you have another group member who has no idea what's going on. And then another group member that um, says he's going to do, like, some work, but he doesn't. And then this other person that just shows up at the beginning and then at the end. Um, so I feel like that was kind of some of my group projects in school and stuff. Like, I'm like, you're not doing this on my timeline. I'm just going to do it. But I've learned that you do have to work with a group and you have to kind of assign people different tasks, figure out their strengths, have people do their strengths. And then um, your projects will become better and beautiful. And that is something I have learned because I was not a really good group project person. I was more of like, I got this by myself. I don't need a group, but there really is a lot of strength in a group. Lance? Well, I'm figuring out why we argue a lot. 
and I think it's because we're maybe similar in some some ways. Very possible there. So mine also comes from a movie. Uh, Stephanie, do you know this movie? The Sound of Music. Have you seen The Sound of Music? I have, and there's only one version. No, there's two versions. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> there's two versions. So so the first one is the traditional version, and then there was one that Carrie Underwood did live on TV. Yes, yes, and, and yeah, there you go. I'll send you a link to it sometime. But mine says, it's it's uh, the girl, I don't remember her name in the movie, but she's dancing while she's singing, and it says, look at all the standards I can teach and assess through project-based learning. And I think this is so true. I mean, we've got writing skills, we've got math skills, uh, teamwork skills, all kinds of things that we can look at in project-based learning. But you know what? As as teachers, what I hear a lot of times is, but it takes so much time to do. But look at how much we can assess and how much the hands-on the kids are getting and how much they're really learning by doing this project. Yeah, yeah. All right. So what is something that you've learned this week that you can share with others, um, Marina? Okay, I've learned how to podcast. I've recently learned how to podcast, and it's something really nice, especially during this pandemics. Here in Brazil, we are not vaccinated yet, so we are home. <laughs> We're still in the lockdown. And that's it, I guess. Uh, collaborative writing is also a way to, to do it, and I've, I've learned ways to improve it. Yeah, podcasting in the classroom is a lot of fun, and the kids love hearing their final, well, some of them love hearing their final project. Some of them are like, that's what my voice sounds like. Um, but it can just be a really good activity for students to write and get their show notes done, and then they have to produce a proje project or a podcast out of it. Yeah. My share this week is um, Curiosity Creator. So I just linked a video I did, and um, in the description of the YouTube video is like all the templates for this um, edu protocol. And what you do is you just kind of have like an image and it's a really good hook for students. And it's just a quick like, what do you notice? What do you wonder? And then the students have to do that as like a pre kind of assessment. So then you can see what information do they know and what do they still need to learn? Lance. So mine is Toy Theater. It's a website. It's got interactive tools on it that you can use for, for teaching math, reading, English, science, social studies, all those things. So you can go on there and it's just got clickable things, drag and drops, things like that. Sounds like Stephanie's playing with it in the background right now, uh, making noises, and now she's going to be distracted the rest of the night. So Toy Theater, go check it out, listeners. I mean, is this educational? <laughs> of course it is. I, I, I confess I have opened it. I've opened it and I, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, I can't look at now at it right now because I would want to play. <laughs> That's okay. Go for it. It's fun. Yeah, I, I don't know. I feel like this is not very educational. <laughs> it's great. You learn how to count on there. Okay. This is kind of like um there's a math math game, cool math yeah. games. Cool math yeah. games, yeah. No, that one's not very educational. But okay. this one so is this one, this one is. is. Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for listening to Get Inspired and Innovate. Marina, how can people um, contact you? Well, you have my Instagram. It's Mariana Hayes, underline prof, P-R-O-F. Uh, I would be really glad to talk to you about education and innovation. Well, thank you so much for listening to Get Inspired and Innovate. Make sure you go out and add collaborative writing into your P P 
oh my gosh, PBL, problem-based learning or project-based learning um, project this week. And also just know that you are covering a whole bunch of standards when you do so. So it's really good for your students and can be a lot of fun for your classroom. Thanks for listening.